Welcome to the Early Educator Podcast. We talk about everything you need when it comes to growing your business, overcoming obstacles, and making an impact on not only the children in your care, but to your community and your family. I'm Blake. To my left today, we have Philip Hester, the executive, the um, president of our Deadly Bread CACFP. To my right, we have Cinta, who is the executive director of our Daily Bread CACFP. And we have a special guest, Josh Smith. He is our marketing and overall IT media manager for our Daily Bread CACFP. Josh, thanks so much for being here. Guys, how are we all doing? Right here. Doing yeah. good. Awesome. Good. Doing good. Awesome. Yeah. Spring is in the air. Spring is <laughs> here. It's Welcome pollen and <laughs> <laughs> rains and yeah. Good days, bad days. Sloppy yeah. noses, all that good stuff. Sloppy <laughs> noses, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Allergies, old. come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got, I, got a, I got a quick story. Quick story. Um, I'm pretty sure some people can relate to this. So this weekend, went to the zoo with um, with my my kiddos and my wife, and we went, and... Uh, we were there, and my oldest was had an attitude. She was had a fit, and she was having an attitude. She wanted to go see a certain animal, and we we know we're taking our time. She didn't want, she wasn't having it. And um, so, long story short, I had to play the bad dad. So we finally got to where she wanted to go, but she was, but then she didn't want to listen. She wanted to like be on her own, run thing. off. And so we were at the zoo for probably 20, 25 minutes, and then I was like. We're going home. <laughs> and uh, man, I had to be bad dad. And I'm, I'm sure sometimes we, we had to be the bad parent. But man, it was tough. But Oh, man. I can oh, definitely yeah. relate. It's been, been real and it's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> yeah. Definitely been there. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a trip, though. But, but yeah, appreciate all of you guys who are watching. Appreciate all of you guys with your comments. Um so yeah, please bring those in. We love hearing how you guys think about the about the podcast and everything so far. Um, and of course, if you are listening through podcasts, we are on YouTube. You can see our face in the cameras. And uh, if you're on YouTube, we're on Apple Podcasts as well. So you can listen to us anytime, anywhere. If you have like an Apple iPhone, <clears throat> anything like that. But today we have a um, interesting topic for you guys. We think this will really beneficial for um, a lot of you out there because we know a lot of times with um, having a childcare um, facility, but one of the things that gets put on the back burner a lot is uh, marketing. Right, it's the last thing you're thinking about. I'm sure you don't you don't have a facility, and the first thing you think, all right, what's my marketing going to be like? And so um, we we wanted to get Josh on here because Josh is is really really knowledgeable about the, the marketing aspect and and what's required to make sure that you have some kind of a presence, like physically online and every kind of way. Um, so yeah, uh, so I guess my first first thing I, I kind of wanted to, to mention was um, I wanted to get a good idea of what you guys thought were like the most important elements of um, of having marketing. Like, what do you think are the most important things that you should have when it comes to marketing your business in the beginning, just in general? Like, what do you say are like the top things you would need? Well, I can start with that. I'll say yeah. uh, the one of the first things I'd say, and just Speaking very general here is to just be very easy to find, mm -hmm. um, and that can mean a lot of different things. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, having that web presence is important these days. It, that's the main way people try to find things is through the internet. 
uh, through yeah. search engines. So being e easy to find is huge to me. Um, mm -hmm. Picking a childcare name, you know, a lot of times we don't think about that, but picking a good name really makes you stand out. Um, being in this industry for so long, you, we've seen a lot of different childcare business names and whatnot, and you see a lot of similar names. So uh, mm. one thing that really can make you stand out is picking a, a good name that's unique, that describes what you do and the audience that you're trying to reach, um, and it just makes you stand out. Mm. Yeah, that's, good. that's a really good point. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, first of all, you have to know your audience. You know, who are you trying to attract in your business? And uh, like Josh said, be easy to find. But where are they hanging out? Where do they frequent? Do they frequent Facebook, YouTube? Do they prefer, you know, snail mail? I mean, you know, you just have to figure out that. <clears throat> Another thing, figure out their needs. Uh, the demographic that you're in, what are the needs of that demographic? You know, um, do do most of the people primarily need infant care? Do they need after school care? Do they need preschool care? Um, what are the what are you gonna you know what are your teaching uh, styles? Is it gonna mm -hmm. be Montessori? Is it going to be uh, uh, Reggio Emilia? Uh, Waldorf style or Bank Street, you know, those type, you know, what, what type, what, what is your style? Does it fit the demographic, you know? And of course, geographics plays a part too, you know, uh, are, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here in a certain part of town. Am I trying to attract people from 10 miles away, 15 miles away, 20, or am I targeting people just in my immediate neighborhood? So your marketing strategy may be something as simple as dropping flyers. You know, maybe you don't need a social media, you know, you need a social media presence, I think, in this day and age. Uh, but it may be something as simple as, uh, you know, just dropping flyers, you know, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, for sure, um, word of mouth is still key because people are going to tell somebody and they tell somebody about mm -hmm. your business. Yeah, word of mouth, yeah. Absolutely. A lot of times now with the modern day word of mouth, uh, the online reviews are so big. I could especially see that in childcare where, you know, you're not buying a, a laptop or a, or a, a piece of uh, equipment for your house. You know, this is somebody that you're going to be leaving your child with. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of research gets done by parents online. And, uh, you know, th those online reviews, I think, carry a lot of weight as far as uh, word of mouth marketing in 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point when you mentioned people doing their research, especially when it comes to something about their child. So uh, even like people who aren't as tech savvy, I feel like a lot of people are, I mean, it's getting to a point more and more as years go by where people are having to learn technology mm -hmm. on online and, um, and knowing yeah, being able to have a presence and have, um, of course, we can go into in depth this later if you want, but having a, a presence on like Google and knowing how to put yourself on there for what you do, because a lot of people will search daycares Absolutely. near me and look at the reviews and all that. So knowing how to how to do that is, I think, I think it's huge. It's critical. That's a great point, Blake. Um, that's probably where I would start as far as be being easy to be found. 
kind of that first mm. step to uh, creating your marketing plan mm. uh, and getting on those search engines. Because like you said, that's the yeah. main thing that people use, uh, the mapping services. And that's how yeah. you that's how you show up on those mapping services and those navigation apps, um, the online review services in Google. You have to register your business through the Google Business Services. Mm -hmm. um, but I also suggest doing that through Bing as well. Um, mm. Microsoft, that's Microsoft search engine. It's probably the second largest. Um, but a lot of people use Bing in addition to Google. So uh, being on both is definitely beneficial. Yeah. Those are really good points. So um, I want to mention too, um, we talk about you know, the most important elements. I think those are really important elements. Um, do you guys have any suggestions for somebody? Maybe they're, they may not have a big budget to market. So maybe they're looking for um, ways to, they, they can advertise themselves on a budget or potentially free tools they could use. Do you guys have any suggestions on that at all? I've, I've got a few. Um, cool. Just speaking on the, <laughs> on the uh, so talking about the web presence, starting there. Um, obviously, getting the Google business started and the Bing business account started, that's totally free. Um, and there's not mm -hmm. a very high technical curve there. I mean, if you can create a Google account or a Facebook account, you can go register your business with Google and Bing. That's pretty simple and straightforward. Um, the next mm -hmm. step, as far as like having your own website, that's where things might get a little bit complicated and start to feel like kind of an uphill battle for you. Um, mm -hmm. But there are tools that, that are out there for people exactly in your position that don't have a devoted budget for marketing or a devoted budget to hire somebody to build your website. Um, so there's tools like Wix, there's tools like Weebly.com, there's uh, Squarespace.com. These are all online tools that they're paid platforms, but they also have free versions of their product. Hmm. Um, and and they're, they're, they're very low, um, as far as learning entry level learning curve, they're very easy to get started and to, just to have you something that's out there where people can search you, they can get you, find your phone number, they can even find some pictures if there's you post pictures on there um, and you can do it for free. Um, so that's a couple as far as building your website that you can use for free. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's really good to know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think I think that's one big thing is the website. It seems so daunting. It seems like you gotta pay somebody a, a lot of money to get it done. Um, but if you're just starting out, yeah, it seems like a pretty good way. Um, that too, and and I know at least for me, I, I use YouTube a lot. YouTube has a lot of people making these videos of how to do things. And so if you don't know how to do something, then I recommend that too. Just for, just using YouTube for that. Um, that's so many free resources people have made. Um, I actually have one too that if, if you're not super great with knowing um, what to post on social media um, and maybe how to make good looking, like, like decent looking content and, and makes like that, then um, I'd, I recommend something called Canva. Um, it's a it's a free tool online. Um, I use it for some things. Um, so with Canva, um, they, they actually have layouts. It's actually called like layouts on there where literally they have these pre-made layouts that look professional that where you can just edit the words or you can edit your, your own picture in there and it makes things look really nice professional. And so that's a free tool. They have, of course, there's stuff on there you can pay for it, but there's so many free tools on there. You don't, you don't have to pay for anything at all. Um, Canva's really awesome. 
That's a really yeah. cool tool. Don't they have? Uh, you can do video on there now too, can't you? You can, yeah. Actually, if you've been watching on YouTube, if you look at the outro of this podcast, I made that outro with Canva. <laughs> oh, nice, so, nice. so it it's a it goes to show you, you don't have to know everything. You know, with the with someone small as the outro. Uh, I use, use that, but we're not just shilling these tools. We're actually using them too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We use some of these tools too. Yeah. There's um, there's a couple more like Canva too. I was doing some research before we came in here. Snappa was another one. I've never oh. actually used Snappa, but apparently mm -hmm. it's similar to Canva. Okay. Um, and even Adobe. I know everyone's not familiar with Adobe, but they're mm -hmm. they're probably the most world renowned uh, developer of marketing tools. They make Adobe yeah. Photoshop and Premiere, all these programs that professional marketers use. But they also have a suite of free tools for people in our position. Um, it's called mm. Adobe Creative Cloud Express. It's totally free. Mm. They've got free versions of all of those, basically the same thing you described in Canva. Yeah. You can do video editing, photo editing. You can make print layouts uh, for flyers. Um, mm. You can make graphics for your website, um, basically anything you could think of. And it's all through the web browser, so there's no downloading any apps or any confusing programs to try to install. It's all done through the web browser, so it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds good, but I'm a little bit more on the old school side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <Bring> <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, these, I mean, that's obviously where, you know, a lot of all businesses going pretty much digitally. But um, just some basic things that are super cheap, and I mentioned earlier, that you can, uh, you know, make up some flyers and and mm -hmm. and disperse those throughout, you know, your subdivision or your immediate neighborhood. But more importantly, uh, and this is something that we still do and what we've done from day one, um, you know, just the people you're already serving, just ask them, you know, if they like, wow, I really like your service or your product, or in this case, I love the care that you give to my children or my child. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, hey, tell somebody. And and that's what we say. If you like what we do, just tell somebody. Yeah. And that, you know, that still, that word of mouth thing, that piece that, uh, you know, that, you know, that carries a lot of weight, which now the word of mouth is in reviews, not necessarily, mm -hmm. hey, you know, this is a, a business you might want to check out. But yeah, that's what I, I would say. That's just super cheap. It's free. You know, mm -hmm. just ask a parent. And if you got somebody else that you work with, tell them about us. We're mm -hmm. here. They can bring their child here as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to go a little bit, a little step further than that old school. <laughs> 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 but, you know, of course, like you all touched base on it a little bit, but there's still the Facebook. You know, people do communicate through Facebook quite often. And, Everybody has a computer in their hand and everybody uses whatever form of technology they use, but the the Facebook is there. And so even posting that on your Facebook, if you're a child care, in-home child care, and you're doing in-home child care, most mm -hmm. definitely put it out there that you're, you know, doing child care and what your services are, what your hours are, what you offer in that in-home child care um, and if they want to inquire about that, tell them to inbox you if you don't want to put your, don't put your point, information yeah. out there about what your address is and that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. in, tell them to inbox you and um, if they're you know, interested so you can have a discussion about you know where you are, the location, those types of things if you don't want to put your direct 
address out there or if you want to create an additional Facebook for your child care facility, mm-hmm. um, that type of thing. So Facebook is still always an option as far as your child care um, facility, whether it be in-home or a child care center. Um, mm-hmm. That is a good avenue to get your information out there as well if you don't have all the high-tech stuff or you know if you're not familiar with as high-tech information as what you all are putting out there. Um, mm-hmm for our organization, but there, there still are other options available. And I will say that um, <clears throat> if we can, um, if, if anybody has any more or you know, wants to inquire about some of the information that you've given them um, that we've put out there, they can contact our office. Yeah. Of the different. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure too in this, in this video, if, if you're watching YouTube, I can't do this with Apple Podcasts, but on YouTube, if you're watching this, in the description, I'll, I'll put a link to everything we're talking about. Oh, um, and so that yeah, if you're ever wondering like, oh, what's what did they say or what that, you can just go to the description in there and it'll be a link directly to there, and so um, make it a little bit easier on you guys. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's true. Um, like we said earlier, talking about um, going where where your audience goes, and so so people go to social media all the time. They're trying to figure out what happened, what celebrity did what, who <laughs> who's doing what, uh, what athlete did, you know. And so they're constantly there. Um, and so I know it can be tough too. A lot of times you guys are saying, okay, I get it. I should be on social media, but I don't know what to post. I don't know what to, what to, what even to say or what to do. Um, I actually have a couple, a couple tips that just came to my head. Um, with social media, there's a couple things that I think is important people to know is, uh, like for example, um, of course, having a business, making a business page for your facility is is important. But also understand that when you make a business page, um, this is kind of how Facebook works. In, unless you're using paid advertising, whenever you post something, I think it's like up to they might have changed it. They change it back and forth, but it's like up to like twelve percent of the people who are following your page will see your post. Only twelve percent. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want, if you want to your business to reach, you can use something like paid Facebook as if you want. But just understand that only twelve percent of those people who are following you will see it. And that, but that's not including people who are engaged with your stuff. If they're engaged with your business page, and they'll see it. But only twelve percent will see it. And that's important to know because I also want to mention if if you have stuff that you're sharing on your social media, be sure to share it on your personal page. Because on your personal social media page, you'll reach way more people than than just have post them on your business page. So if you have a personal page and, and you don't mind sharing your business stuff on there, I would do that. Um, you'll you'll reach a lot more people. So I want to mention that too. That's a good tip. Like take yeah, advantage yeah. of that organic, free marketing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your yeah. personal page. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I just want to mention that. Um, That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But does anybody else have any? Any um anything they want to mention about um anything about the free marketing or like social media leveraging that or anything? I was just going to circle back and reinforce what you were saying, Cynthia, about Facebook. And you know, we believed in that so much early on. We were actually building Facebook pages for our, our child care educators sure. when we first when we first started really expanding our own marketing efforts. That was a way that we thought that we could spread the word about the CACFP and the food program and just you know, get our educators more in that loop with the marketing. Um, but yeah, that's a great, it's a great point because uh, also 
even if some of these tools for building your website or building an online presence seem daunting or overwhelming, like Santa says, you can always just fall back on that building that Facebook profile and just to get your information out there mm -hmm. um, so people can find you. And you can even go so far as to, to buy a, a website domain, a www.whatever.com. Mm -hmm. and have it forward to that Facebook page. You know, if building that website, traditional website, just seems like so much of a, too much of a hurdle for you. Mm. Facebook is perfectly ad adequate to uh, bridge that uh, gap with trust and, and showing off your location, showing photos of what you've got going on inside of your facility or in your home. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Just wanted to reinforce and support that idea of using Facebook as, a, as your, at least a step one for your online presence. But mm -hmm. I will say that if you do um, use Facebook, um, it's something that you have to continue to do. You cannot post something on Facebook um, every two weeks. That's right. Because if mm -hmm. you have followers on Facebook, um, they will stop following you if you post once every two weeks. And um, I guess Blake can probably speak to how often we post on our Facebook, <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, it does have to be continual. Um, yeah. And how often are we posting yeah. now? I mean, we we try every to... three weeks. No, every three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we we probably post at least at least twice a week. At least twice a week. We try to like more like three, four times a week. Try to, but but say at very least twice a week. Um, we post on there most likely. Mm-hmm. Because that keeps your audience engaged. Right. Otherwise, they will stop following you. Yeah. All of these social media platforms have their own algorithm. You always hear about the YouTube algorithm, but they all <laughs> yeah. have an algorithm. And, and all of them favor uh, uh, making sure that you're continuously posting. You know, that's that's mm -hmm. the key. one of the key components of the algorithm is, is this person posting stuff on a regular basis? Yeah. And that's how you show up on more and more feeds. Yeah. yeah. For I tried sure. to, a funny story, <laughs> mm. I tried to create a personal um, um, website and a Facebook, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't last, because it's a, it's a chore to continually post, you know, and then you think, you look up a couple weeks later, three weeks later, and realize that, you know, hey, I haven't posted anything. Or you get these reminders that somebody's following you or somebody has a question and, mm -hmm. you know, it becomes another job. And it's just, yes. you know, you if unless mm -hmm. you know that you're committed to that, it's just something that, you know, you better be you ready stay for. On it. You do. You have to stay on it. You, you bring do. up yeah. another good point I, I want to mention about messaging through Facebook and why it's important to stay up to date on it. Because Facebook now, they've been doing this for a while, but... Um, I don't know if you've, if you've ever sent a private message to a business page, it will actually show you what their average response time is. Um, it, it displays that, you know, so if you take days and days to get back to somebody, Facebook's going to put you on blast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're going to let everybody know, hey, this person's kind of slow in getting back to you. So um, just just feeding back on what you said, Cynthia, is why it's important to, if you do build that Facebook, you got to check it on a regular basis and you got to be on top of the messages that you get and not only posting on it, but responding to questions and comments and, and just staying engaged with your subscribers and your followers. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, if you think about it, it it's your way of it's your way of getting in front of as much like a multiple people at one time without you having to be there physically. So yeah. if you can constantly think 
yeah so if you, it's why it's good to constantly have posts out there or or do some kind of advertising like that because you can constantly get in front of people without actually having to travel to them um it's like for example i know for us we use like social media and we do like paid ads and stuff because we work in tennessee and kentucky and so we're able to get in front of people in tennessee and kentucky constantly without mm-hmm. us having to be there physically um so yeah, i want to mention that too um but yeah another thing too i want to mention um i kind of i didn't retouch really i didn't touch as well so i wanted to mention it again um like with social media if you if you want to know what to post like i don't even know what to post what to put then just try to think in the parents shoes and what they would want to see that's the best thing i that's the probably the best advice i can give your parents want to see kids having fun you want to see you know parents want to see kids having healthy meals that that they can provide um they want to see um you want, they want to see a facility. Maybe just walk around, give them a tour of the place, give them a tour of your facility. That, that's a great one because then you, you're giving hundreds, thousands of people a virtual tour of your place. And so, um, so you, so then like if you post stuff like that, then you might start getting calls from people, messages saying, "Hey, I want to sign up," and they don't have any questions because you answer them all through mm-hmm. your social media. Um, and so I want to want to mention that too. If you're wondering what to post, just think what would. What what what's, what do you think they would want to see? What well, what questions would they have, and try to answer those, um, that way. Yeah, I saw where somebody actually did that. Like I did some research and saw where a child care center did mm-hmm. a, a virtual open house. They did it through mm-hmm. Zoom, mm-hmm. and it was man, I was like, wow, this, they're getting really creative and yeah. still gonna make it happen. And they're just finding ways to yeah. make it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, too, you know, uh, you have to think about what are my family's pain points you know address mm-hmm. those pain points uh whether it's whatever business what what is my audience pain point and if that pain point is uh traveling 30 miles out of the way for quality care you know some would want to do that however mm-hmm. that is a little inconvenient you know so uh Address how convenient your location may be. Uh, if you're close to a hospital or or even an industrial uh, site or, you know, like an industrial park or whatnot, uh, think about the, the demographics that are there. Uh, you know, you have shifts. Are you able to provide uh, shift care, you know, and not the traditional, you know, 6 o'clock to 5 o'clock? You know, uh, can you offer evening care, after school care, mm-hmm. uh, overnight care? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a niche, you know, that you might, you know, uh, if it fits, but it has to fit, you know, you have to have, yeah. you know, the staff to be able to do that. But if you're in, in, if you're located in those areas, you now have a niche where they, you know, can just drop off five minutes away from their work site and yeah. they're right there. So. Yeah, those type things would be, you know, you want to think about the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, in your marketing, show your children winning. Mm-hmm. Show your children mm-hmm. learning, eating well, uh, uh, having fun, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and those type things. Those are very important that you want to get out. And and try not to use stock photos. Use real, as long as the parents consent to, uh, you know, you always want to have your waiver there for uh, any type of consent. 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, to post something like that. But man, you know, show the actual children that you serve, yeah. actual families you serve, show them and show them having fun and winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. I think I think it's really important. Though. I think it's really good that we mentioned, you know, the online ways that of marketing, but also like the personal ways too, because mm-hmm. uh, at, at least it seems like it right now. It's, it seems like we're starting to get back to personal level. I'm starting to shake hands with people again. <laughs> so it seems like we're getting to that point. And so, um, yeah, it's nothing like a, a personal uh, conversation connection too. But I'm glad you mentioned both of those. Um, but yeah, we, we touched a little bit, but I want to mention uh, what are some good ways that you all think um, are good paid ways to, to advertise? Say somebody's like, I have a budget. I'm willing to spend a little bit to get my name out there a little further. What do you guys say are the most effective ways um, with doing some kind of, of paid advertising um, in any kind of way, on, online or, or in person, like or, or physical? In my opinion, um, I'm a big fan of targeted ads because it's mm-hmm. uh, you get to actually pick and cut and dissect the audience that you want to show your ads to, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. These are the people that are going to get your ad. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, I always feel like that's where the money is best well spent, um, but it is kind of an effort to make that happen because you you, you got to have you got to actually build the ad, the graphic part of the ad, which you know you could use some of those tools we talked about earlier. Yeah, you've got to you've got to actually write the verbiage, you've got to write the language of the ad to where it makes sense and it's appealing, mm-hmm. um, and you got to meet the standards and rules that the platform that you're using meets. So in this case, Facebook. Um, so you've got to you've got to juggle those standards that they're looking for too. Um, but as long as you, if you can make all three of those work together, um, I just feel like that's, I don't feel, I mean, I've seen the results of what you can do with targeted Facebook ads. They're very effective, but you do have to have all the pieces in place. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a very good point. Um, because, I mean, I can't really speak, you know, Josh, you and Josh would know a whole lot more about mm-hmm. that than I would. I'm not, I'm not going to speak on that, but what I will speak on uh you know, you know, a lot of times when you're thinking social media or uh, um, any type of uh, plat- in social media pa- platforms, a lot of people think about things going viral or, uh, you know, where that that's a, you know, occasionally those type things happen or they've got so many subscribers or so many followers, and and man, they, they you know they kind of give themselves a hand and they're 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 happy about that, but are you making is is it affecting your business i could have you know uh, a million followers that's great but it's not making me any money in my business you know mm-hmm. so and that's what josh was saying you know targeted ads say you've got 50 followers now and you have a child care center capacity of 50 children and these people these 50 people are following you the 50 people that are in your, that, you know, 40 of those are in your, they, you know, you're, you care for their families and kids. That's a win. You're mm-hmm. killing it at that point. Yeah. So it's, you may only have, you know, 30 uh, reviews or, or, or whatever, you know, or uh, very few comments or engagements, mm-hmm. but you've engaged the right people. You know, you, you, it's just not out there. Yeah. To where you're 
you know, you've got a lot of it, you know, a lot of engagement, but nobody's stopped bringing in any business. So, yeah. uh, you know, so, so, you know, you can't always judge things by the number of views or the number of reviews. Uh, now, reviews are very important. You know, you always want to have mm -hmm. great reviews if you can get reviews. But, um, but yeah, that type thing, you, you know, you definitely want to, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're engaging with the right the right mm -hmm. people yeah um it's, it's, it's happened it's happened before when when i've made a post before or or put an ad out there we've only had like three or four likes two or three comments but from that I had somebody be like hey i'm interested mm -hmm. can i get some more information and that person ended up joining and so i mean yeah i didn't get a lot of posts but i'm happy with it with the outcome absolutely like <laughs> absolutely um, so yeah, just don't think when you post that your stuff's just gonna blow up, go viral. That's you know, it's a blessing if it does. But if, I mean, it's it's not realistic. It's it, it's very yeah, yeah, it's not realistic. Just just yeah, be realistic too. That's that's a really good point. Really good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might have any any ideas or anything you want to say? I'll just say another thing that I like about advertising that way, um, using the the targeted uh, social media ads. Um, is that they, they all use what's called like a pay-per-click model. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a real, it, with pay-per-click, it's really clean way of you knowing what your return on your investment is. Because you literally, that mm -hmm. you're paying, you're paying each time someone actually clicks on your ad. So it's really easy to track and understand how much you're paying um, for your advertising budget and, and to convert that to a return on investment. So it's just another reason why I like, doing things online and, and using it in that world where everything's being tracked. And um, yeah. it's just, there's a record of everything. And it, it, it in turn, you can now take that information and make your next ad even better based off of the performance of the last one. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, good tools, mm -hmm. good tools to use. Yeah. Yeah. I'll mention, I'll mention one, one thing. Uh, this is something where, where you have, you know, do your research, do your due diligence, but let's say like you want to do all stuff, but you're like, I genuinely don't know if I have the time. I genuinely don't know if I have, you know, the time it takes to, to learn these skills, things like that. Um, well, I've used uh, Fiverr before, if you know what Fiverr is. Um, of course, they'll be in the description too. But on there, there's people who know how to do, have skills in doing certain things, like, you know, making logos, making videos, making social media posts, things like that. And so if, if that's something you want to look into, feel free to check that out too. Um, that, that could be a good tool if you have some kind of budget where you're like, no, I want some professionally done, but I, I just don't have, I just do not have the skill, capacity, patience for it. Um, that's one place you might be able to find somebody um, to work with um, that may be able to help you in the long run. But I want to mention that too. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say uh, also too, don't be afraid to ask those that, working in your business too mm -hmm. you'd be surprised you know uh you may have somebody in a toddler classroom that just absolutely loves marketing that absolutely loves uh social media social media <laughs> and, all that. and yeah. that you may have you know uh on break seen her or seen him or her out there on social media mm -hmm. and they may just be fantastic at it so ask mm -hmm. your own team that's right who mm -hmm. You know, who can do this? Who would want to do this? And uh, you'd be surprised. There could be someone in your business now that's just looking for that opportunity. An aspiring yeah. junior marketing director. 
Yeah, already on the staff. You never know. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah, especially if you tap into something that they really love and are passionate about, they might spark up, and yeah, they might do a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. Maybe surprised. Really good point. Yeah, think about anything that they wanted to mention at all. Anything at all? Good. I think we're good. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Good. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, we hope that helps. Just some strategies. There's some online ones with also some in-person strategies we've talked about. Um, we hope, yeah, we really hope that really helps out. I know it's something that's um, that's not mentioned a bunch and it's not thought about a bunch because you have a lot on your plate. We understand that. Um, and so just wanted to be here to help support you all. Um, but yeah, I guess before we go off, we have any announcements or anything? Anything we want to mention? Anything cool coming up? I know we got mm-hmm. we got taking root stuff coming up, but um, and so if if you are part of taking root program, uh, be prepared. We're coming your way. <laughs> it's about that time. But um, that's well, I, exciting. I would like to say if you are one of our educators and you should have received your electronic copy of our newsletter, and if you mm-hmm. aren't, you need to log on to our website and ask to receive one of those or give us a call. Um, We'd love to send you out one of our um, newsletters. Newsletter magazine. We've got plenty. Of oh yeah, yeah magazine. newsletter magazine. New oh, magazine. Physical now, right? Well, That's right. Yeah, yeah, we sent out yeah. paper copies, electronic copies, all the copies. So, yeah. Um, yes, we'd love to send you out a copy of our newsletter magazine. Yeah, let us know in any kind of way. Any calls, mm-hmm. text, email, social media, <laughs> social media, any kind of way, any kind of way. But yeah, that's, right. that's great. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Early Educator Podcast. Have a great day, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya.